Blog Talk Radio. Here's the plan. We get the warhead and... Support for this podcast and the following... One million dollars. Half of Trump supporters into what I call the basket of deplorables. Uh... You're now listening to the Million Mistakes Made Live podcast. Straightforward, no nonsense advice. Completely unfiltered. Now, here's your host, Matthew Clark. This is Million Mistakes Made Live. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to A Million Mistakes Made, Season 2, the next chapter of Trouble. I'm your host, Pretty Boy Matt, in the building. I got Repo on the line. Uh, we are expecting what to up, what up, guys? show us here a couple, a couple more minutes later in the show. But uh, we're going to go ahead and get started. Uh, first of all, thank you guys for joining the show. Uh, Repo, uh, thank you for joining as well. Uh, we're going to do a little introduction because I know a lot of you guys out here don't don't remember or don't know us from season one. So, uh, Repo, if you will, go ahead and give yourself a little introduction. Tell everybody who you are and uh, what, what your position in the show is. Hi, right, guys. I'm uh, Kevin Repo Torres. I'm a uh, co-host here with Matt. Uh, we sit here and we discuss uh, the questions about uh, the prison, uh, in and out of prison, uh, things that you can do before you get out, things you can do when you're out. Uh, is there anything that we can help you with? Uh, is there something we can do for you? Uh, calling in and being a part of the show and answering some of the questions that we have, giving us a little info. If we don't have it, it was always likable, man. Uh, if you've got something on your mind while we're on the show that you want to address, call it in. Call us and let us know what it is, and we will talk to you and do whatever we can to have your voice heard. A closed mouth Absolutely. can't be heard if it's not open. And that call-in line number is 515 515- Six zero two nine Support for this podcast and the following message comes from IBM. What kind of tech company does the world need today? One that helps you apply smart technologies at scale with purpose and expertise, not just for some. So, on to the show here, man. Uh, my name is Matt. I'm Pretty Boy. I've been running Last Chance Radio now for, for the last few months. Um, we've done some big things. We've done a lot of changes here. Uh, season one was a big hit with you guys. Um, we had some apps going up where we were helping inmates who were getting released from prison to find uh, positions, employment, find housing, um, programs, anything that they need in order to get back on their feet because that's the whole objective. Um, the two objectives we have is, is one is put down the life, and the other hashtag would be uh, break the cycle. There is a cycle of recidivism that's going on in this world today. It's a big, it's a big pandemic that's been going around, and it's been going on for some time. But uh, here in the last few years, it's gone up from 40% all the way up to now. It's at 77% um, return rate. So that is a yeah, huge we about that number. Last week, yeah. yeah, it is a huge number. And, um, you know, we're, our goal is to try to help bring that down. Uh, we're tired of seeing, you know, friends, family, you know, return back to prison life because everybody makes mistakes here in the end. That's the, the bottom line. Everybody makes mistakes. But the way we go about fixing those mistakes and, and uh, fixing those behavioral patterns is the key. And so we want to give you guys that are just recently getting released some hope um, that that can be done, you know. 
And um, today's show, we're going to talk about a couple things, but really I want to introduce uh, Last Chance Radio again, once again, to you guys, uh, what, what we do here at the station, and um, we're going to talk about what, what we're planning to do here in the future. So first of all, uh, if y'all haven't checked out the website, make sure you go on to www.last-chance-radio.com. There you'll find all the radio feed, all the video feed, anything that we're doing is going to be posted there in a scheduler on the website. Even this podcast right now is going to be broadcasted on the front page of Last Chance Radio. Um, there we're going to be broadcasting 24-7 now. I finally, uh, Rico, I finally got Auto DJ up, so we are... We are fucking rock and rock, rock and rolling 24 hours a day. So anytime that one of us live DJs right. are not on there, you're still going to get the great, the, the good music that you guys are requesting all the time. Um, the, the request line for that number is 888-333-0580. You can call us anytime, day or night. We'll be able to answer the phone and uh, request a song or talk or do whatever you guys need to do, especially with the events that we've got going on. Um, hey, guys. Rico, why don't you talk about some the- of the – Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to let him know. I'm also too on in the mornings and at lunchtime, guys. Uh, you can catch me there on uh, on the radio Monday through Friday. Man, y'all call in and I'll do my best to get your songs heard. Uh, let your family know too. Whoever's uh, incarcerated, if they want a song that they want to hear, you know, for y'all to listen to, uh, call it in. We'll play it for you, man. We're not trying to leave anybody out, whether they're inside the walls or outside the walls, man. That's what we're about. There's nothing. There's nothing like this that has ever been done. Uh, Matt put his mind to the whole situation. And uh, it's incredible, and I can't wait to see this whole thing just flourish and blow up. Remember, guys, we're also worldwide. We're not just here in the, in the United States. We're all over the place. Everybody can hear us from anywhere. That's right. That's right. This podcast, the first broadcasting of this podcast, was heard in 10 countries. Uh, we had zero followers at the beginning, and in two weeks, y'all would have 20,000 people following Million Mistakes Made and Last Chance Radio, which is incredible, and we thank you guys for that. And we want to double yes, that sir. number this time with season two. So this is the next yes, step of trouble. Here we got an all new, all new staff. We've got all new topics, all new experiences, all new music. Um, we got a new platforms. We've got, I mean, everything is brand new. I mean, I work day and night on this thing, and, and I do this for you guys, you know. So y'all make sure you check out the website. Um, you can also um, ring us anytime, day or night. Like I said, 888-333-0580. That is the number. Y'all make sure you lock that in your phones. Um, but do check out the website because there you can get the feed. Like I said, you'll get the broadcasting of the radio show and Million Mistakes whenever we're going on. And if you don't have the app, you can go to listentomyradio.com on Android or Apple. Download the app and put it on your phone. And that way you're going to get an alert every time we are broadcasting live. We've got any DJ that's going to be on uh, morning, night, uh, you know, whatever we do, it's going to be broadcast. It'll give you a notification on your cell phone right there and let you know that, hey, we, Last Chance Radio is broadcasting. And uh, then you can go on your phone and check out the music that we got. We are a commercial free, as of right now, radio station. So we're playing nothing but the hits from 20, 2020 and 21, uncensored, unfiltered, right to your speakers, just the way you guys requested it. So y'all make sure you check it out. So Again, like I said, my name is Pretty Boy. I'm, I'm your host for the night, uh, along with my man, Repo. Uh, we've got a couple guests that will probably join us later on the day. We've got an attorney that uh, will be joining us uh, on, on later on in the season. You know, and we're, It's going to be good to have his in, input on some of the things because um, we, we want to see behind the scenes of what goes on in a courtroom. You know, We don't really know what goes on there. Anytime you're in trouble or something like that and you're in a jam or even a regular civil litigation – you know, you never know what's going on behind the doors. All you do is you put your faith hey, in somebody and hopefully it gets done. 
And, you know, Matt, he's a, I, I want to say it this time, he's a whistleblower, guys. This is the man that goes after those government officials that uh, seem to think that they're higher and above everybody else, and he turns them in. He goes after them, and he puts them in court. Uh, of course, he, he's not doing it anymore. Is that right, Matt, that he's not uh, practicing anymore? That's right. That is right. He is a former so attorney, with, uh, man. Shulman, and, Shulman and Matthias, PLLC. So uh, he, um, his licensing was, was, was confiscated due to the fact that he was going after so many higher-up people uh, because of the, the behind-the-scenes things that were going on that were just crooked. You know, we're not going to name any right, names right, just for legal, legal purposes and, and for our own Correct. safety's sake. But uh, there's a lot, of, a lot of corrupt things going on in the government and a lot of corrupt things going on in, into the courts and, and, and legal system of the things. And we're here to put a voice on that. So we want to put a stop to that and, and give everybody a chance to at least, um, you know, the, the old saying, innocent until proven guilty, it seems like that has been thrown out the window. Exactly. Yeah, there's a lot of innocent people still incarcerated that uh, need to be free. You know, gay guys. The uh, Innocence Project, they do, they do all that helping out, trying to get your uh, loved ones out of there, man, if they're innocent. Uh, you know, here's the thing, you know, people do crazy things in their lives and forget about just where they're at. And uh, sometimes you get caught up in the mess, in the mix of everything. You know, I've, I've been there before too myself. I've been incarcerated twice in uh, TDCJ. Uh, and to have the uh, Legal help that we're having, you know, Matt puts his heart into this whole entire radio station, man, and his broadcast, this guy's something else. I'm sitting there watching him one night, putting everything together, and my eyebrows are up in there like, what in the crap is going on? What is he doing? And he's putting everything together, you know, y'all, and he, and he does a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week deal. This man is, is incredible, and I love to call him my friend. Uh he has a, a lot of stuff, man, that, that he's trying to do for all these uh, folks out here that are either going to be incarcerated or are incarcerated and coming out. And, uh, and I'm glad to be a part of it, uh, not only just the radio station part, but this blog. Uh, we finally have some way to be heard before we weren't being heard. Now we're being heard. You know, all, all these uh, government officials that are sitting in these uh, seats that are making money not only off of us, but whatever else they are involved in uh, behind the scenes and that nobody knows. Uh, Matt's put his mind to this whole thing, and he's making something happen, y'all. Uh, it's something that y'all definitely want to keep following on, on, a, on a regular basis, man, because Matt's doing his best, and I'm trying to help him out do it too. Absolutely. Well, this is we're going to talk about real world issues. This is a a unfiltered unfiltered podcast. Like I said, it's about real world issues, things that are, people are going through right now. So we understand, you know, the life of crime. We understand of what it takes to change a life of crime. And and just so right. um, you guys out there listening have of understanding of who we are. You know, I'm currently fighting a, a life sentence myself. So I'm a habitual violator. I'm on a 25 life sentence by damn self, and it's a, it's for a crime that I didn't commit. So. Um, and I know everybody says that. Everybody says, "Oh, we're innocent. We didn't do this." But you know, I take I take my raps. You know, I do. I've done my my fair share of, of bad things, and and you know, I've had um, I got seventy something counts of fraud on my record. So I've got I've got a history of being you know some guy out there that's that's really messing up all the time. But I'll tell you this: it's not just to mess up; it's it's to survive. And that's part of the reason right. why Absolutely. recidivism rate is so high is because of survival rate. You know, I've, I've put it together like this. There's a puzzle that has to be done when you're getting released because when you're sitting on that bench getting ready to get your name called for you to go through the out process, you know, you, you really don't know what you're going to do when you step out those gates. It's really a scary moment because you're, 
you don't know if you're going to have the support you need. You don't know if you're going to have the resources you need. You don't know how you're going to get a job, how you're going to get around, you know, and you really have only three weeks. You have a three-week time yeah, period. Yeah, going to have Absolutely, it does. So you got a three-week so, time man. period to go getting, getting a job and getting housing before, you know, that fourth week comes. Because come week four, you know, you're with your family. You're with your loved ones. You know, you're going to do whatever it takes in order to make sure that your family survives. Your family has a place in that. Yes, sir. Your family has food in their stomachs, stuff like that. So if that means going out and hit a lick or, or committing some kind of crime, you know, that's usually what, what happens on week four. So you've got three weeks to get this stuff in order. And so what I've done is I've put together a list, a composite list of, of businesses that will hire second chance felons, you know, people that are trying to change their life outside of the gate. So when you touch down, you've got a, a long list of different categories um, that, that will hire you outside the wall. So it's not, you're, you're not uh, put in a position where you cannot get a job. You're not, okay? I know you just need some direction, and that's what I'm here to do is try to help you give a little direction of where you can go and where you can find the information you need in order to get back on your feet, as well as housing. You know, housing is a big thing out there. It's really hard, especially in the community when, when you step out that you can't get an apartment anywhere. They all run background checks. They all run, uh, you know, um, NCICs, and they want to know where you've been, what you've done, and this list will give you a, a, a idea of what places you can go so you're not spending at fee after at fee after at fee trying to find a place. This will give you an idea of where you can go in order to get some housing. Um, on top of that, we've got other kind of programs. So if you're into uh, any type of religious programs or um, you know, um, cell phone programs, anything, anything that you need in order to some resources, you know, to get back on your feet. They're there as well. So we've got all that that information. I'll be making another um, application that'll be going on Android and Apple pretty soon. Um, it's been put on the back burner just due to some complications due to the first app, but uh, um, it will be up soon. But if you need it in the meantime, feel free to call us on that 800 number anytime, and I definitely will share the information with you um, over the phone. So, hey guys, let me put something real quick to Matt. Uh, what he's talking about the uh, religious resources and stuff like that. You know. Some people have their own religious preference, but some people don't. Uh, you have AA and NA, and the religious side of that is the Celebrate for, uh, Life Recovery. Uh, there's there's different sides and different venues on uh, all the stuff that Matt's talking about right now. You have your uh, religious side, and you have your non-religious side. Uh, and and uh, it's really a good point to remember that you know sometimes we change our lives when we're inside the walls for the better, and we want to continue out here. Matt's giving you the pinpoint accuracy on exactly where to go, how to do it, and how to get there. Uh, and and that's – guys, look, man, it couldn't be given to you any more easier than what he's doing for you. And uh, a lot of people know me out there on the streets. If you all need something, let me know. I'll help you. If not, I'm going to direct you straight to Matt. Matt's got this stuff written down like it's a, a computer in his head. Yeah, absolutely. So <clears throat> we again, thank you for joining Million Mistakes Made Season 2. Um, Again, me and Repo will be doing the, the radio show Monday through Friday. Um, he'll be taking over the morning um, from 7 a.m. all the way up until 2 p.m., and then I will be taking over the afternoon show until we can get a third DJ. So, I mean, if you are somebody that spins in the area and you have good internet and stuff like that, I can hook you up with a, a position until we can get our uh, licensing, which that's the next step is um, our nonprofit license. And... Um, the original when I started this thing, it was it was a $3,300 fee that we were going to look to pay. So we've actually got that down now to about $300 that we're going to raise in order to get our nonprofit license. And then we actually can physically walk into the prison and, and start to you know, promote this wait. to the, the – re- 
yeah, to the um, the reentry program. So, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be coming in when we were the in there. You know. Why don't you tell them about the reentry program a little bit? Uh, well, reentry guys, uh, a lot of you know what we're talking about when we say reentry. That's when you're coming back into the free world. Uh, it's what we say when we're in prison is that the free world is where we want to make it to. Uh, when you come out, uh, the, all the resources done in a reentry program gives you all your resources into what you need. Uh, finding a job, like you were saying earlier, how to uh, help you access the AANA groups uh, and how to find you a place to go. Uh, you've got the doors here in Dallas, Texas that I know of that will help you do all that. Uh, I think Matt's trying to make a another uh, a group similar to the doors uh, to help you out where when y'all come on the radio station or y'all call in or whatever, he's able to give you the resources right there up off the rip, man. And y'all can go call and do what y'all got to do in order to make your life a lot easier. And the reentry programs, man, uh, they, they teach us when we're incarcerated about reentry, uh, about what to uh, expect when we leave from there. Because y'all got to remember, a lot of these guys are incarcerated a very long time. Some of, some of them are upwards to 40, maybe 50 years coming up out of prison. And they don't have any idea what a computer does. They have no idea what a cell phone is or anything like that because when they went in, none of that stuff existed. So they're needing help to adapt to this new environment they're in where I want to say it like this, but it's a lazy environment. And they're coming from someplace like uh, TDCJ and coming out into this world and having to learn how to be like a regular uh, uh, citizen of society. So a reentry program, guys, is going to help you all out a lot to, to uh, not only help you find a job and a place to go, but it will help you uh, find out exactly what it is you need to do where you're not lost and just uh, twiddling your thumbs and fingers on wanting to know what you need to do first, second, third, or fourth. Uh, just get involved uh, with one out there, man. There's a bunch of them out there. Absolutely. For, for y'all that have been done time, I mean, y'all understand that technology changes so often, you know, and it's – the more time you spend in the prison system, you know, the more lackadaisical you get and more used to you get the, the behaviors that come with the prison system, you know, and they call that institutionalized. Right. And you just – you don't realize how much time flies by. And when you get out, you realize that a whole decade or, or half a decade have gone by, and highways have changed, Boy. houses have changed, streets have changed, you know, and it's, it's a wake-up call. It really is. And for you to have kids, I mean, you all understand as well that, you know, when you get your visitation and stuff like that, you might get one – you might get one once a year if you're lucky. You know, me, my own personal thing, I got I one any. once. Uh, yeah, I got one uh, one every five years. And so my kids started out at, at my knee high, and then when I saw them again, they were looking me in straight in the eye. And I'm 6'3", wow. so it was like, it was um, a real wake-up call <laughs> with me. Yeah, yeah, it was a scary moment. You're like one of the high-rises uh, downtown Dallas. <laughs> that's right. And uh, for y'all who don't know where we're at, we're actually based out of Dallas-Fort Worth, so... Dallas in the last decade has changed immensely, and uh, wow, we yes. have these things called super expressways. And man, I, I couldn't even—I didn't even know what to think about that, about that when I started driving through Dallas for the first time. It was—I uh, didn't know where to go. You know, I was so lost in all these different highways and stuff that were out there. And, and right. that's—that's kind of what it does with everything else. We understand that computers and things change. Me being a computer guy, when I got out, I couldn't code to save my life. You know, I, I forgot how to use the language. I forgot how to how to do certain things, and and it took a whole learning process just to get back where I am. And I'd like to say I'm back uh, where I started, but um, to be honest with you, I'm really not. I'm really behind the ball a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. You know, part of the things we're going to talk about today on the show, well, I'll go ahead and start diving right in. 
is is past behaviors, you know, past um, past convictions. So we all have a past. We all have something that we've done, you know, that that's been a spot on our record. And one thing that I've found that the the, the court systems are starting to do is, you know, that whole like I said, innocent until proven guilty thing is right out the window. These right. court systems now are convicting people on past convictions. So it doesn't really matter what you've done presently if they can't if they can't pinpoint a conviction right off the rip um, with what you've currently done and they feel like there's anything that they need to go to trial on, they're going to just bring up your past, your past behaviors, and they're going to try and give you a conviction on that. And, and you as a person that's going to court, you don't have to accept what is offered to you. You can always turn down your attorney and say, no, that's not what I want because remember at the end of the day, they work for you. But right. these past convictions, I'm, I don't know where they came from. I don't know how… Um, the court systems are going is getting through to this is being able to do this. I really got to find out uh, more in depth of, of where where it's coming from or, and how legally it is. But you'll notice in Tarrant County and, and even starting to roll into Dallas a little bit that they're starting to just go off your past behaviors and they're convicting people right off of it. And and I don't find that very I don't find that very effective. Not only that, but I mean they're not no. giving people the the same opportunities as the next person. That has a lot of money and has a great attorney. Maybe spent forty thousand dollars on attorney. They're not giving them the same kind of um, opportunities to change those behaviors. And so what happens is they go into a behavior, and and they don't learn nothing. Prison's not going to put you in a place where you learn something. You don't learn anything out of prison. In fact, if you pick up anything in a prison, it's going to be something negative. It's it's really a negative place. It's really a a um, depressing place if you haven't been. And if you're right. one of those people that are right now sitting on the bench and, and you've got something pending, you know, I really advise you to call into the station and talk to one of us about what you're going through and, and let us give you a little bit of pointers of what you can do in order to, you know, point you in the right direction of how you can get the information you need in order to uh, fix that. Speaking of that, let me go ahead. I'm diving into one other thing is the attorney that we're talking about, the former attorney, Kerry Schulman, he's actually going to be joining us probably later on in the season, but he's developed a program called know it law and know it law is exactly what i'm talking about it's a assistance program it's a it's a workshop in order to help people who are facing litigation or who are looking to go to trial or looking to you know who are facing some time to find the information they need in order to point them and their attorney in the right direction to win their case you know two heads are always better than one and sometimes your attorney is is overwhelmed with cases from other things that he's done or some priority cases, maybe, maybe a murder case that's taking priority over a, uh, a fraud case or something like that. And he doesn't have right. as much time to look into your case as he does the next person. And this program is designed in order to help him um, gather up the same kind of information. It basically, it's putting you in a paralegal type of position without having to go to law school. So it's a workshop. You'll be able to download it right there off the website. It will be only at Last Chance Radio, and, that, and that's going to be a good program. It'll be on a subscription basis, but I believe it's going to be something, you know, along the lines of like nine ninety nine, something really inexpensive. And we all know that you know law school is extremely expensive, so this will be a good program for y'all to check out, especially if you're going through something currently. But um, I don't know, Repo, have you ever been through any kind of uh, courses where they've looked at your past as something like that is uh, absolutely, you know, absolutely been a reason to convict? Uh, yes, uh, I, I, you know. All the way from going, and this is the usual thing that happens to us, is looking for a job or getting a place to live. Uh, 
and, and here's the thing. I, I think they need to start doing a, a psychological thing instead of a viewing thing. You know, past behaviors don't always predict future behaviors, and all the candidates with criminal history should not be uh, automatically denied uh, leisure or employment, you know, and that's one of the things we have to, you know, go through on, on, on a daily basis when we're trying to do something to, to find a job or a place. Instead, such candidates should uh, undergo maybe a standardized psychological evaluation or assessment and a trained clinical professional should interpret the results, you know, uh, integrating uh, psychological theory and assessments into the uh, leisure and employment decision-making process, you know. Uh, it could benefit us as ex-offenders uh, and also the potential employers, you know. A lot of employers don't even know that we come with a tax break. You know, when you hire a, an offender, we have a tax break that comes with us. And as, as a society and as a whole, uh, when we come out, we're a benefit to certain companies that want to hire us. See, they, a lot of employers don't know that. It's right. because they have not been trained or have not read the, the, the articles that people put out there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and, and it's sad because I understand they've got to make money. But educate yourselves. You know, I sit out here on the Internet and watch these guys go out here and audit police departments and police officers. Them guys know their amendment rights when they go out there and start messing with these cops. And if they didn't know that, then they would probably be doing jail time, you know, for trespassing and stuff like that. Same thing with when we come out of out of prison. We want to get a job. We want to do right. We don't want to come back uh, to prison. We don't want to be that that percentage of the recidivism rate and, and be a statistic. We want to be a father. We want to be a brother. We want to be that 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 son uh, that that we should have been before we got incarcerated. And to be denied puts us in a depression mode, man. Uh, and and, and it, it, it doesn't only uh, make us feel less than, than, than what we are, but it's that we try so hard, and we go back to what we know. Because of all that depression about putting us down and, and stomping us in the ground type stuff when we go try to get a job or try to get our apartment on our own, we're going to go back to doing what we used to do. Why? It's not because that's not what we always known or, or anything like that. It's because that's all we can do. Right. All we can do is go back to the way we used to do things because, hey, guess what? Matt, I'm making a thousand bucks a day, bro, because nobody wants to hire me. I'm just gonna go do what I used to do to catch that dollar bill. And that's sad because people today aren't actually worried about criminals more than what we are. That's why we're here doing what we're doing right now. Uh I read an article the other day uh in the newspaper and it says uh the recidivism rate is not only going up but it's increasing on a daily basis. You know, to be 60 years or, 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 or younger, and that recidivism rate is in the 80 percentile, that's high, man, within a three- to five-year period. That's high. How many fathers and mothers are going back to prison because they, the only thing they could do was do what they used to do? That got them to prison to begin with. But yet they everybody wants to look down on us as a criminal. Well, damn, help us out. Give us something to chew on in the right path, in the right direction. Instead of allowing us to, to see y'all turn y'all's back on us and don't, don't even say nothing to us and causing us to do what we did uh, before we did what we did. You know what I'm saying? Um, just, just to give the, the people, the public out there, like a, an idea of, of the problem that we face today in society. It, it's, back in the 1970s, there were around 340,000 Americans that were incarcerated. You know, today, there are approximately 2.3 million people. One consequence of this dramatic increase is that more mothers and fathers with dependent children are in prison. You know, Since the war on drugs began in the 1980s, for example, the, the rate of children with incarcerated mothers has increased to 100 percent. 
and the rate of those incarcerated fathers has increased more than 75%. You know, it, it's wow, a real pandemic out here that's really going. Everybody talks about COVID, 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 COVID. Well, COVID, okay, great. Yes, COVID has killed three to four million people this, this last, this whole go, go round. Okay, but pollution right. in itself has killed seven to eight million over the same amount of time go around. So is it really COVID that's doing the damage or is it the damage we've already been breathing in, you know? And now we're right, looking at right. the scope of the problem we've got today is we've got 77% of these people that are going in prison are not, are not getting jobs, are not getting housed, and they're doing what they do in order to survive and are going right back. Okay, most of these guys, they want to change. We all want to want to do better. We all want to survive out in this world, but society's made it to where we can't. Okay, that's right. And it's what we're doing to our children is we're leaving children at home and and then they are becoming, you know, just they're following the same footsteps because they see what we do and they see how we have to have to make it out to survive. And they pick up bad habits because of society not giving us a chance in order to make a good living or do something positive. Okay, so we're relying on we're relying on society to give us a chance, and they're just not. You made a good point last week when we had that pre that prequel um, talking about the the um, the different the different positions. So you got your high income, mid income, and low income. Go ahead and share that with us again. That was that was a really good um, idea of how, how <laughs> things are viewed upon us. Okay, so here, here's the thing: you have your your uh, high end people, your your upper class people out there. That uh, if you go and knock on their door for a job, they just slam the door in your face and walk away. Why? Because they've got plenty of money. They really don't want a criminal working for them, and they fear it's going to make them look bad. If you go to a middle-class individual that has a business or whatever, and you knock on their door, they're going to kind of look at you and go, eh, well, I'll think about it. But if you go to a low-income person that might have a business or has been where we've been, they'll hire you. Because they know exactly what it's like. I like using the, 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 the terminology of it takes one to know one. How do you know what one has been through if you've never been there? And a lot of your upper class people have never been there, nor your middle class have ever been there. Your lower class has, and it makes you feel more comfortable talking to them. Uh, I've got something here I want to I read real quick. Uh, uh, it's it's an article in a, uh, uh, a paper. It says, does past criminal behavior predict future criminal behavior? I want to read something that's in here. It says roles of uh, personality. It says all criminals are not alike, as Mr. Daly says in 92 through 94, points out that each offender has his or her own distinct trajectory into the criminal justice system. For some, engaging in criminal acts is neither a reflection of criminal intent nor a desire of affiliated with a criminal lifestyle, but a result of particularly distressing uh, circumstances or uh, mental state. By legal definition, anyone who breaks the law is considered a criminal. But from psychological perspective, not all people who have been arrested or convicted possess criminal thinking processes or criminal personality traits. Thus, the question becomes a matter of distinguishing criminal thinkers who have broken the law and will do so again if given. That's what we're talking about tonight. Everybody wants to stop breaking the law. But if you can't give us a chance at a job or a place to live, we are forced and resulted to go back to do what we did before. And that's okay. got to stop. That's got to stop. We have kids. I have – I'm fixing to be a granddad here next month, okay? And the only thing I've ever prayed for this, this entire year was to make the see that grandchild, uh, Matt. 
and, and here it comes, okay. you know. How many people are out there doing the same thing that I'm doing right now, praying to see their next child, praying to see their next grandkid, or just praying to see another holiday without being behind them walls? You know, we do days in there like it's just another day. We don't celebrate nothing. We don't care about anything because when we try to do that and get involved in the celebration, we start missing our family. We become depressed in that place, and that's no place to be depressed at, you know, and – we want to stay out. We want to stay busy. We want to stay functional in society where we don't become another statistic. Who wants to be another statistic behind the walls? I don't. Right. I'm going to talk real quick about the state of the prisons, you know, because we talk about, um, you know, the release of our prison, but people don't understand what we go through on a daily basis inside the prisons. Man. And, and I'm reading an article as well. It says, uh, you know, prisoners in the United States and elsewhere have always confronted a unique set of contingencies and pressures to which they were required to react and adapt in order to survive the prison experience. However, over the last several decades, beginning in the early 1970s and continuing to the present time, a combination of forces have transformed the nation's criminal justice system and modified the nature of imprisonment. The challenges prisoners now face in order to both survive the prison experience and eventually reintegrate into the free world upon release have changed and intensified as a result. Among other things, these changes in the nature of imprisonment have included a series of interrelated negative trends in American cor- corrections. Perhaps the most dramatic changes have come about as a result of the unprecedented increases in rate of incarceration. So it's wow. changing because more people are coming into prison. And the size of the U.S. prison population, the widespread overcrowding that has occurred as a result over the past 25 years, Penologists have repeatedly have described the U.S. prisons as in crisis, characterized each new level of overcrowding as unprecedented. So by the start of the 1990s, the United States incarcerated more persons per capita than any other nation in the modern world and has retained wow. that dubious distinction for nearly ever since. You know, the international disparities are more striking when the U.S. incarcerating rate is contrasted to those of other nations to whom the United States is often compared, such as Japan, Netherlands, Australia, and even the United Kingdom. The 1990s, as, as this guy says, a sentencing project has effectively documented the U.S. rates have consistently been between four and eight times those of any other nation. Wow. In any other nation, we have got four to eight times more people in the prison system than anywhere else. And, wow, that's you know, crazy. we just integrated, what, the Safe Prison Act? Yep. Oh, God, when, when did that occur? We got the Safe Prison Act in. Uh, early 2000s, I, I want to say it was. Early 2000s, and be- yeah. Early 2000s. Yeah, and before that, it was a free for all. You know, yeah, it was, still, that, it was bad then. And even the prison system now, I mean, it, the Safe Prison Act, you know, is not going to stop a, a, a guy that's got a life sentence seeing somebody that's got a, a five year sentence. You know, he, he's not going to be thinking, oh, Prison Act, you know, Safe Prison Act. He don't care. He doesn't care no, if you go care. home or you don't go home because he's not going home. That's right. So that Safe Prison Act right. doesn't have any kind of leeway against somebody going home if if that person on the other end you know deems that he, he's somebody sense, worthy yeah. of going after you know right and so you know being safe in prison and and learning the the ropes and stuff like that it causes people to team up and that's another reason why we get gangs the way we do because you that's know it's, right. it's very dangerous to be in prison alone it's it's hard to be that's in prison right. alone you know if you're if you're facing the you know, whole group of guys by yourself it's a it's a <laughs> It's it's a, one of those things where you just want to sit in your bunk or sit on your your bed and not go anywhere, and then that's right. You know, you go into a depressing mode. You go into uh, some of them go into PC and they get stuck in in a box. And I don't even God, let's not even start on the box. The box is the the most harmful thing to any kind of inmate 
in the prison system. Man. Because, I mean, you don't even know what that does to somebody psychologically. That yeah, think, think about it, guys. What, what he's talking about is, is solitary confinement, man. There's guys that have been in there 20 to 25, maybe 30 years in solitary confinement and have not been associated with not one there human being. That right there to me is inhumane. That's animal-like situations, man. We are not animals. We are all human beings, Matt. And then for you to bring that up, that, that's that's a good point, man. That, it's horrible to be sitting in, in a box and, and and not do anything but maybe one hour a day go outside and, and bounce a basketball. Come on, y'all. If that. That's just yeah. If you know, if that exactly. There, when you're in when you're in uh, solitary confinement, which which they've deemed me, they've deemed me where I've got to go. If I if I ever do, God forbid, I don't have to go back. But if I ever did go back, that's exactly where I'm going to go. And the wow. highlight of the day is walking your 10 minute walk from your cell with two armed guards that are holding a baton at your back because you're not going to go anywhere by yourself. You're not going to go anywhere with one guard. You're going to have two guards, one at each side that's going to escort you to medical. The medical division is then going to give you your medication, and then you're going to go right back to your cell. That is your highlight of your day. Other than that, you're that's our field trips. That read a book, and you're sitting in a in a six by six cell. And that to right. me is like that. That's for somebody that hasn't done any, you know, heinous crime or hasn't done any kind of violent crime. That's really, you know, that's <laughs> I can just say that's really wrong. It's really a. Um, a, a hurtful and harmful thing psychologically to do to somebody because when they get out, they're just not the same person. And I don't know if you've that's ever right. seen or met somebody that's that's been in the box for quite some time and gotten out repo, but it's 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 they're not the same when they get out. You know, <clears throat> they're not they've the same a, at all by no means. It, it, they've got a lot of behavioral traits and a lot of behavioral patterns that that they've gotten from that because of the fact that they are uh, been locked up for so many years. You know. Yeah, I've had a couple of friends go in there. You know, in solitary confinement and. Before they seemed really normal to me, but when they come out, man, they're talking to themselves. That like there's there's three or four people there with them. Uh, their behavior is just totally opposite from once you've seen them three years prior to three years later when they finally get out. And I'm talking about three years, even a year, man. Guys, it's not cool in there at all to to be put in solitary confinement. And that's why we try so hard to not only change our our thinking ways, though, like they say, and changes in cognitive intervention or say P. Uh, change our stinking ways. That way we don't have to come back, you know. Uh, there was a guy on one of the videos that he'd tell you, uh, if you've always done what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. I'm sick of that, That's man. Right. I'm sick of going back to prison and, and going to change. I already know what the curriculum's about. All I'm doing That's is right. watching reruns. I'd rather watch reruns at the house uh, of different strokes or, or of a movie than to go in there and watch a rerun. Because those reruns aren't cool, you know what I'm saying? Who wants to sit inside a prison wearing white and, and 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 redoing the curriculum you did two or three years prior to that? To hell with that, dude! I'd rather sit at home with my kids and my friends and my family and have an honest-paying job and have a nice place to live at and watch reruns on TV. That that that's what I'm talking about, you know. Uh, right. And your family starts to miss you. You know who wants to do another rerun of prison? Because guys, look, well, let me tell you something. When you go down, your family goes down with you. All those people that love and care about you go to prison with you. Their life, as they know it, has just stopped like yours. 
and all they do is think about you on a daily basis. What is he doing in there, or what is she doing in there, so forth and so on. You've got to remember it's not just about you, but there's others out there too that that think about you, man, when you're in there. Uh, it, it's, and it's really sad because I know my mom, my, my dad passed away whenever I was incarcerated this last time, and I never got to say bye, you know. And 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 to sit there and be in prison when a loved one passes away, it's not a good feeling at all. Uh, and like I said, to be depressed inside of a place like that, oh, my God, it's it's three times as worse as it is out here in the free world. So just remember whenever you are incarcerated uh, or whenever a person that you have that is incarcerated, you're incarcerated with them. Everything, as you know, it stops, and, it, and it, it, it's horrible. And I'm tired of seeing people live like that because there's no no resources or any way that they can come out here and get a job. And, uh, of course, we're not going to stop it, Matt. We're not going to stop right. the whole thing. But what we're trying to do, y'all, is trying to prevent – uh, kind of like a, a, a flea medicine to a dog. We're trying to prevent the fleas from getting on the dog. So we're trying to prevent y'all from going back, and we're going to try to do whatever we can to get you the resources to help you do that. Um, you know, because your past behaviors do affect your future. You know, if you're going to go back to doing what you used to do, you automatically know the end result, Matt, what's going to happen. You're going to go right back in behind bars again. I don't want to do that again. Right. I'm sick of it. I don't want to. Right. I know they can say it like this, you know, you know, Repo. We we get some guys that are that have been in prison. We don't care. We will we'll, we'll hire you on. You know, we'll take you on and we'll, right. we'll get you to work just just the way just the way you need to. If you need a project, you need something to do. We got you. We've got plenty of areas at Last Chance Radio that we can put you to work at. You know, and something. you know you might not make any make the money you want to right off the bat, but I'll tell you what, when this nonprofit this nonprofit licensing goes through, you know, we're going to have all the state funding we need in order to you know get everybody paid and everybody's going to everybody's going to be making a good living. You know, right? And absolutely. You'll be doing something positive. You'll be doing something positive for the, the you know, the society and everybody else. But, um, you know, I, I know a whole bunch of people that just go out and they they commit all these crimes and and they keep committing crimes and they go back and come out and go back, you know, and they don't learn their lesson. Those guys fine, but even those guys, still, when they keep getting out, they deserve a chance. That one day something might change in them, and they deserve a chance in order to, you know, op- the opportunity to work, the opportunity to to make a difference. Because not everybody's going to keep doing the same pattern. Eventually, people are going to get tired of going into prison. They're going to get sick. They're going to yeah, get I, sick of the I, same I, thing every time, every day, every day. They're going to get sick of uh, uh, of eating the same stuff and uh, putting on the same outfit. You know what I mean? And, and the fact that there's no women there, you know, or the women there, there's no men there. You know, regardless, you know, we're we're designed to have a member of the opposite sex. You know, you know, with us as a partner, you know, and there's you can't get that in there. Guys are walking so, around with broken teeth because there's rocks in the beans. Come on, y'all. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> they don't tell you that when you're going in either. They sure don't. You walk in your first day on the transit unit, just, you go to the towel hall and you're uh, you're chewing on a rock because you're thinking it's a green bean or you get a grasshopper. And uh, they don't, they don't, they don't tell you that. Hey, there's stuff in there. Because guys, you know, uh, every unit is just about self-sustaining. Almost, almost every unit in the, in the state of Texas is self-sustaining. They farm their own vegetables and fruits. They, 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 they have their own hog barn. They have their own cattle. And you know, they're self-sustaining. So, them guys that are in the kitchen are doing what they're told to do. But it's not like a restaurant. It's like a city in some of these places. They got some places hold up over five thousand inmates. And to cook for everybody, I mean, that line, that chow hall line is rolling, man. 
And when it's rolling, they give you just a few a few minutes to sit down and eat and get the hell out of there. And, man, let me tell you what, when you're chewing a, bean, a pinto bean and all of a sudden you come up upon a pinto bean that ain't a pinto bean and you just chipped the tooth, oh, man, it's hell. And you see guys walking around that have been there a while, missing teeth and so forth and so on. Like like Matt said, there's insects in your food. Don't even know that they're there because they don't clean that stuff before they give it to us. You don't want to do that yeah. on a repeated basis every time, man. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, I, there is a <laughs> it, – it, it's, it's crazy. Hey, I'm going to tell you what, Rebo, we're going to do real quick. Is I'm going to take a quick uh, three-minute break. We're going to put on a, a song in the meantime, and then uh, we'll be back and finish up Million Safe Live, um, episode two, and then we'll, we'll uh, close out for the day, okay? So we'll be right back right, with more right after this. See you on a minute, guys. Bringing you another hour of the hottest tracks from around the globe. Around the globe. For the love 
All right. Back on, man. Last little bit of uh, many mistakes made. Just wanted to do an introductory, you know, show for you guys on this one, just to, you know, kind of put in perspective where we stand on things. And um, next week we're going to be putting on some more guests. We're going to put our guests in together with, with probably Lee and probably, uh, you know, a couple more people. But we're also going to be bringing in some artists in very shortly, some some Dallas-based artists, um, and we're going to be talking about their music career and things that they got planned on going on, and and. You know, stuff of that nature, because here at Last Chance Radio, we do a lot of different things. We're going to be doing some recording. We're going to be doing some, some broadcasting. We're going to be doing some podcasts. Um, we're even going to be doing some events with some, some local DJs and stuff like that here very shortly. So we've got a lot of things that we've got going on um, that we y'all need to stay tuned for. Um, hey, Matt. You know, uh, yeah, I talked to ESB today, guys. A lot of y'all know him. He's from the Pleasant Grove area here in Dallas. I uh, spoke with him tonight. He's going to be getting on board with us, too, as well. Uh, you'll be hearing a lot of his music being played on our radio station. If y'all have uh, if y'all have that talent uh, to spit out that good rap, Matt, tell tell them what you got planned for him. Well, I mean, not just rap. We want to do we want to do local artists uh, all over the place. So I've got I've got a guy from the United Kingdom that sent me. He's already sent me his tracks in. I'm just waiting to get a couple more artists so we can start playing the the local show on the weekends. But we're going to give three hour fleet publicity for for local artists in the Dallas wow. area and, and you know outside. You know, three hours. You know, that's what you guys got. I mean, bring it in, send it in to uh, admin at lastchanceradio.com, and send a sample track and and you know we'll review it and then we'll put it on, give you a. You know, it's a free airtime. You know, you, you can't beat that. Wow. You know, we want to help the little community out. You know, and we're also gonna be doing the DJ, the DJ battle, battle, the king of the deck. I can't wait to do that. We've got to, uh, we've got to start promoting that as well, uh, Repo. But we got some a local DJ battle off that we're gonna do a six man Royal Rumble one on one, where we find out who is the the king spin artist in the area. You know, and we're gonna do that. I think we're gonna do a local event. We're gonna do it live out in the in the air. We're gonna do it in the yeah, that'd be cool in the open. I'd like to do it like at a, at a club or something. You know, right? And you ain't gotta have a, you ain't gotta have no kind of special kind of talent with rapping. I probably rap like a kindergartner, man. I'll get up and act a fool, you know. <laughs> and I will put some stuff. I don't care what it is. I'm gonna get up there with my people. And I'm gonna act it all out. Who cares what they think about you or myself, man? Guys, it's about to get involved. The more you get involved. The more you open up your mouth, the more things start happening, not only in your life, but ours too. Uh, you know, and, and thank you, Matt, for the things that you're doing for uh, a lot of these people and myself. Uh, guys, look, there's only one thing I want to say. We all believe in a higher power. Some people don't. But that higher power that you believe in, man, just pray to that individual and let, let them know that you know we need their help, not only for the families that are missing their loved ones that are incarcerated, but also for this time and day, man, this COVID stuff and everything that's going on, I've lost a lot of friends and family behind this stuff. And what a thing to do to get stuff like that off your mind to come join us and have some fun. Now, I'm talking about having good fun. I'm a fool. I love to make people laugh. And, and, and man, I'm telling you right now, I do it for a reason. It's to get your mind off of whatever depression you're going under right now or whatever it is you're thinking that's making you sad with a frown on your face. I'm going to flip that thing upside down. Even if I have to go hang myself upside down to take that frown away. Guys, help us help us help others. It's not just about us. It's about y'all too. Yeah, it's definitely a movement. And look, it's on that same lines, man. You know, we all have – we all have our issues. We all have our, our habits and stuff that we do, you know, behind closed doors and stuff like that. And, you know, we don't judge. We're not going to judge at not all. Not at all. You know, we, want, we want you to come out and just have some positive fun with some guys that understand where you've been, understand what you're going through and stuff like that, and keep you out of trouble. 
that's all we're doing is we've got a project right now that's in front of us that's keeping us out and, and keeping us out of trouble and, and putting us in a good place of mind and putting us around good people. And that's all it's about is networking. So that's all we're doing is networking with, with local artists, local local stations. I've got radio stations that I'm talking to as well. I've got I've got uh, commercials that have got to be made. I've got things like that. You know, if you're if you're a business out there and you want to advertise Absolutely. on Last Chance Radio, you can always submit it to admin at Last Chance Radio, and and we do a commercial build for you. We'll give you an hour every hour on the on the hour. We'll play we'll play the commercial and give you guys some exposure. You know, just uh, yep. you got to view the details on the website. The website's always changing. The number's always going to stay the same, 888-333-0580. You can call request lines. You can call talk with us, whatever. You're going to go right to whatever DJ is, is in progress. And we are also looking for a night DJ. So if you are somebody that spins, you know, let us know. If you want to get into the art and you, you've never had, you don't have any experience, you know, if you've got a good personality, you know, give us a call. We're not, we're not uh, judging you. No, we can always teach you how to do this. You know, it's not really a hard gig. It just, it's a lot of work. It is a lot of work you're going to put in, but it'll keep you off the streets. It'll keep you out of doing the things that you, you know, what you're, you shouldn't be doing, you know, and put right, in your pocket. Right. So, Help point. us eat the heart out of iHeartRadio. Let the less chance be like that. You know, that's what we're trying to get to. That's <laughs> our goal. That's our goal to be, have our own awards ceremony and stuff like that. And, you know, uh, uh, allow the next, you know, uh, offender who's done something with their life be heard because it's, it's about opening up your mouth and being heard, man. Let me tell you what, to be out on a stage, like iHeartRadio does their people. We're going to do the same thing. I see it in the near future. Don't let nothing, none of this just, just because we're just now starting out doesn't mean nothing. It means that we're fresh, we're clean, and we're cool. We got our stuff together. What is it that okay. you're going to do to help us make it bigger and better than what it is? I like leaving things better than what it was when I leave from it. Yeah. And I know when I leave this earth, I want to make sure Last Chance Radio is heard up in heaven. I know that much. I'm going to sit there. I'm going to be bopping and rocking and rolling with everything else. We've all got connections. We've all got networking people out there. And if you know somebody that you want to put on Last Chance Radio, you know, give us a call and recommend them. We'll, call, we'll talk to them, put them on the air, do an interview, whatever we need to Absolutely. do in order to get them a part of it. You know, I've got an artist that I'd like to bring in. Um, I won't bring, I won't boil, spoil no surprise or nothing like that. But he's a, he's done about eight years ah, in the feds. He got out. <laughs> he's done eight years in the feds, and then he got out and dropped an album that's hot. You know, it's it's really hot. And if you listen to the station after I get off the air here, I mean, you'll hear his music. Uh, I I messed with him back in 2012 and and did a lot of work with him, and he was uh he's really grounded. He's really good people, you know. And he introduced me to uh, a a really a really large group, you know, Bone Thugs and Harmony. He brought me backstage and talked to them. I got to sit face to face with them and, and, and chop it up and all that. And it was a good experience. And I'd love to have him in the studio, just like just like Kevin Gates and all them. You know, we'd like to get some big artists in here and just do some interviews. And and these are guys that have been in the streets and and changed their ways. And for y'all who don't know, Kevin well, let me Gates tell you about ESB, Mister. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm really looking forward to that. I've, I've been trying, I've been talking, I've been staying on you about ESB. I had him on the Facebook, and and uh, I'm really looking forward to having him in there and do some, you know, talking with him because I know he did some Fed time, right? Oh yeah, he he just got out himself not too long ago, just months ago he got out of the Fed, man, and he came out just rolling strong. He's got a new album coming out, you know, uh, and guys, man, if you put your mind to something and you and, and you put your mind full force to it, all them dreams you ever had will come true. I mean, that's like me and me and Matt. We we sit there with each other. This dude, let me tell you something about Matt. <laughs> this man likes to be bigger and better than me. Well, I try to be bigger and better than him. Type situation. We're both battling it out here and there and everywhere. You know, that's what makes our job more fun than what it was before we got there to the job. And that's the same thing in in, in everybody's life out there, man. 
try to be bigger and better than that next person that, that you're watching on TV or, or on MTV or listening to on the radio. If that's what you want to do, put your mind to it, and you'll do it. It's not that hard. To hell with all these people trying to hire you on because they don't want you there because you're a felon. Guess what? How many felons are professional rappers today? A bunch. A bunch. And, and you could be the next this one. Your opportunity, this is your opportunity, and your, this is your one chance that you can get in and get – Get some publicity and get some recording time and getting some stuff going, and and you know we're under United Masters, so we've got the label, we've got the label. We can put That's you right. out there. We can get you distributed. We can get you uh, marketed. We can get you recorded, and mastered, and all that stuff, and get you your demo out there so you can be heard. Yeah, so, like said, you got one chance. You got one chance. Come on, y'all. So, all right, Repo, I appreciate your time, man, today. And uh, you too, brother. We'll, we'll do we'll do a session next next uh, next Saturday. Well, we're actually gonna start doing this every Saturday at seven p.m. Uh, Central Standard Time, so same place, same time next week. And, uh, you know, until then, you know, y'all just keep listening on the station at LastChanceRadio.com. Y'all keep uh, download the application, the mobile app at, at LastChanceRadio.com. Make sure you put the hyphens in between it, and then you know you can always call us in at eight 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 three 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 zero five eight zero. That's right, guys. Make sure you put those the hyphens there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come see me in the morning, every morning, Monday through Friday in the eve- in the morning time, uh, from 7 a.m. until 2 p.m. He'll be doing the spinning, and then you can always join me in the afternoons. We'll be doing an EDM show uh, for one or two hours on the weekend. The local show on the uh, on the weekend, as well as the DJ Battle Off, will be coming up in about a month. So y'all stay tuned for that. More on Last Chance Radio. We'll see y'all next week um, on Million Mistakes Made, season two, and uh, we'll get into some topics and we'll have some special guests for you guys. All right, guys. Hey, I'll talk to you guys next week. All right, brother. All right, y'all take care. Hey, guys. DJ Repo signing out, guys. Y'all be good. Stay prayed up, man. All righty.